0: josh lambert heads east to drop his son dalton off at school however dalton's college dream soon becomes a living nightmare when the repressed demons of his past suddenly return to haunt them both
1: welcome to Couchlock the movie podcast let's take a journey into the further spoilers and all with insidious the red door The first thing I noticed when just kind of dropped into this movie was just how obviously like modernized this series is now. Like, I don't know if because we just watched one and two and yeah. those are over 10 years old at this point. Yeah, There's you definitely feel the age. Some age to them. So <laughs> like seeing them seeing them use a steady cam as opposed to like a more handheld style Mm -hmm. Um, and like the the music isn't as jarring as in the first one like I felt like I was kind of worried about that because by by the end of two you hear the the swell of violins like (laughs) 30 fucking million times (laughs) it's nuts it's just like (laughs) this didn't have that which I appreciated and it was kind of more understated it still had the crazy like it used the strings the orchestra to make the, the textures of whatever noises you're hearing, but it didn't mm-hmm. go just so crazy with it. Like the first two did.
0: Yeah. And you do feel it kind of like right away, even like that, that first like suspenseful moment where the blurry image is approaching Josh in uh-huh. the car and you can like see it behind him. And then the way his head like kind of sweeps it away. It's just like more, more modern like editing decisions, more modern cinematography mm-hmm. that uh, and more you, a you little more feel, subtle yeah. as well it is. Yeah, it it's kind of like horror directors figured out like that you can be a little bit more reserved and that actually can make things a little more scary, you know? Yeah,
1: totally. Um, a, little, a bit more subtle and it also um the use of silence as well is yeah, really oh, apparent. Yeah.
0: yeah, sound design. I think that's honestly part of what made In City is so popular. To begin with, like even you mentioned, like the the wailing violins at the beginning and how it didn't happen in this one. Like back then, I think that was part of like people were.
1: Oh, for sure was. Yeah.
0: That strikes terror into you. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's not that
1: it's not scary, but you did hear it so many times.
0: Yeah, exactly. And now it's like, uh, like in the theater, I was like, brace yourself, here it comes, and then it like never came, and I was like, oh. Okay. Even the
1: title screen, like when Insidious comes up on the screen, it wasn't as like crazy and out there as the other ones were.
0: Right. Yeah. One hundred. Which I kind of like, like the more,
1: more understated and subtle. It just gave. The, it sort of like opened with like there's more weight to this movie. Like it's it's, it's the, the, we're outside looking into this situation. We're catching up with these characters. It was kind of nice. It was yeah. refreshing.
0: And they do kind of, like, catch us up with everybody, like, in a real quick, succinct way so that the ball is rolling quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't take a whole lot of time to establish that, like, like uh, Josh and Renee had split. Dalton and Josh have a strained relationship, and now he's going off to college. Josh has been absent, and so now he's got to, like, make up for lost time. Boom. Okay, perfect. That was one scene. Yes. And we're moving on, and I love that. Um we could get into the terror a little sooner, a little faster. <laughs>
1: yeah, totally. Which we do because also in the beginning is that really creepy scene when we're watching Josh in the car and you see the figure just creeping up all blurred behind oh, him. Yeah, it's just like, and that sort of goes along with the subtlety that this movie sort of starts with. It's like, it's not this crazy jump scare. It's like, and the it doesn't even jump scare right there. It's just, nah. she just kind of goes away. She disappears. Total um and it's sort build. of just yeah. building that suspense there. It was just cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. And like even as it as it goes further and further, I would say like towards the end of this like act 1, uh Dalton goes into his first art class in college and and like boom, it, it, the art teacher counts down to 10 and as she starts to count, I I was like, "Oh, here we go."
1: <laughs> yeah
0: okay there's consequences when you count down with this family
1: first of all (laughs) 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 haven't you heard (laughs) yeah exactly
0: (laughs) this is a bad idea and it proves to be true because he goes and draws a demon door (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and that's part of this like the the core of this movie is how the, the story is how the art affects the further and how you can access that through art and that's such a cool concept and the to the way they like fleshed it out, especially in that beginning yeah. part when he's drawing the door, there's a disconnection between his his Dalton's face and his hand that's drawing mm-hmm. the door. It's like someone something else is taking over. He's in that flow state.
0: Oh yeah. This is uh the undeniable grasp of fate dragging you deeper and deeper <laughs> to hell. <laughs> but yeah, and and I love how like he takes it back to his dorm and just can't help but investigate the like the emotions it brought out further like like this is clearly something like what
1: is happening
0: exactly Uh, but also like i feel like at that point i would have been like you know what maybe
1: (laughs) (laughs) maybe drawing's not my thing
0: (laughs) maybe i'll go back to pictures of grandma that was much more wholesome
1: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we kind of meet the uh, comedic relief here in the form of chris which is dalton's friend and from the start, like I didn't really buy into her character. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it was y It felt like cheap writing, honestly. <laughs> like if the actress wasn't so good at delivering comedic lines, that character would have fallen so true, f- so more flat. She, than she was did. she
1: was very good at that because she got some laughs out of me. And I even though I wasn't totally on board with her, like she did get some laugh some laughs that is, out of me.
0: That was literally all all we got from her though. Like the reason she was there didn't make sense. The reason she stuck around didn't make sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well and, and then she's like, let's like we're at this party, let's go through with people's shit. It's like what are <laughs> what? What are you doing? Like, no, I'm not gonna do that.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, but she did spray some sort of anal cream on uh she pranked the frat boys with some anal cream. Oh yeah, so. that's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's she's just so she's just so wacky she's so she's so unique like that's
0: it like i guess when you're dealing with something like demons and astral projection and like all you gotta have some sort of funny in there Uh, literally like that was all we got though good acting good acting
1: yeah it was good acting
0: you got the good acting but poor writing poor character writing there
1: but then we get into sort of some of the meat of the scary parts that happens, and this 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 movie is just jump jump scare city, which usually I don't like, but I feel like it was it was inspired in that mm-hmm. what the ways they they formulated the jump scare, the build up to it, it was always mm-hmm. fun to watch. But I wish I do wish that we stayed in some of the more atmospheric parts of horror rather than just the jump scare like let's just do anything we can to freak you out right now you know what i mean
0: yeah no that's totally fair and like you said like they do build up in that act too quite a bit with the terror and like there are quite they they do kind of hit you with jump scare after jump scare after Mm -hmm. jump scare like it it's quick building and and they could have taken a little more time. Like this, I feel like would have been a great opportunity to explain a little bit more about what's going on with the lipstick face demon. Like they introduce, okay, like this entity is still after Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Like he's kind of dabbled in astral projection now. And so like we, we know that's where the story is headed, but we still don't ever get to learn more about the lipstick demon. And so yeah. it... It kind of like would have been a great opportunity for them to build up into like that final altercation, just having a little bit more like understanding and depth to it. Instead, they took that time to just scare the living shit out of us, which they did one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I feel like it would be very interesting to see like if they if they did that, if they went to more of the lore of the demon, like how long has he been around? What's the origin story of him? Like what happened? Like kind of break off and like show some different so show some I don't know, like just flesh out that character a bit more. You know what I mean?
0: Right, yeah. Like, literally, this dude has been after Dalton for, like, a decade. Like, mm-hmm. we we could have yeah, get a like, little why explanation is, of why who he Why is he, he is. so
1: special? Yeah.
0: But nonetheless, that final act still delivers on a few things for me. Uh, falls flat on a few others. Yeah, I feel like the performances there were a bit lackluster and depended a lot on, like you were saying, like the lipstick demon just jumping out at you. <laughs> uh <laughs> I did however appreciate how they they end the movie with Josh finding this connection again with Dalton so they like close that storyline up check they're they're back on good terms right mm-hmm. they tie Dalton's art back in because he's literally painting the door shut uh between him and the further uh and I so I like how like the art still has meaning towards the end and that's ultimately like what saves the day right yeah and then i like that they they finish the story off instead with like the horrible like oh no something bad is still in (laughs) our world they finish it out with like at least in spirit form like visiting josh and being like everything's gonna be
1: chill man it's Mm, all all good now so, okay. yeah I, I definitely appreciated that and especially like i don't know it was kind of it was relieving like especially like even though the acting wasn't great i was still bought into this story it was relieving to see josh return to himself in a way at the end there and you see his wife invite him over like early for dinner or mm-hmm. whatever and it's just like all right everything's you know everything's fallen into place we've spent so much time with all these characters like they deserve a good ending here
0: Yes, totally, totally. And then uh yeah, I guess that's really that's really where we're going to leave off with this family. The the stick around scene at the end was short, but it does show the light above the painted closed door like flicker back on. I don't know if that necessarily means that we're going to hang out with the Lambert family any further. But I feel like we are we are not done with the Insidious franchise. There, no, there's yeah, no, no
1: way. way, no way. No. Um. At the end, there's a scene where uh, he's painting the door over, and he's like looking at it, and Chris says, "Uh, you have to throw that thing and throw that thing away and forget it." And then he and then Dalton says something like, "No, we can't. I've tried forgetting it once. You can't forget things that bad that happened." He just said something really cheesy. Just like and a I was opinion. like. It was, he was, what did he say? Fuck, I wish I could remember because it it ringed my bell for sure. It was just like, like we can't let the past control us, but we can't just forget what has happened to us even though we don't like it or something. Like just overly (laughs) explicative. And I was like, I really like the sentiment behind like what you're doing here, but you just don't have, like if it was more subtle than like, there was like a weird subtlety that wasn't there with the, with the sort of more character driven stuff that was, Uh that was there with the more scary stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely. That's what I feel like is lacking the most in this movie is like you're saying, like the, the horror elements, super well written. They nailed that. Anytime it relied on a character delivering something like an emotional line, I don't feel like the acting was super horrible, uh, but I feel like the, the written words that they were told mm-hmm. to deliver felt uh, forced <laughs> and just like not right.
1: All right, Rachel. On this couch, lot this official couch lock rating system. What do you mm-hmm. give this movie?
0: I give it a five.
1: <laughs> I was gonna give it a six. Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna give it a six because just some of the scares were like the tension was really fun. The, and the music was really good too. The tension building was really was really fun to watch. There was some really like inspired. Scenes, especially with the MRI machine, how like he was sitting in it and then it like got (laughs) like, I don't know, it was just some cool imagery that was, yeah, some cool, horrific imagery that was filmed well.
0: I feel like that's literally the only good thing going for it. You know what, the best (laughs) part of this movie was the ghost song that played during the credits. Pat, that was Patrick (laughs) Wilson's best performance during this entire movie, was his
1: (laughs) little. I think I would argue that the other, like, even though Patrick's performance wasn't the greatest, the other characters definitely performed pretty solid.
0: I think that they did the best. I think they did the best that they could. The writing was more sloppy on this movie than any of the other Insidious movies. It didn't connect back to any of them as intricately or as smoothly as the other ones did. I respect that you know it's been a good chunk of time and they made they made a good movie that could be a stand like somebody could go see this movie without having watched the other ones and catch on pretty quickly of of the premise here and so I respect them for that but the performances were pretty lackluster and they depended way too much entirely on jump scares that's that was the game here was jump scares and they did that really well but in like the big world of cinema with everything that is open in this current day and age you get a five and that is generous <laughs> you get right. five it for your jump it scares
1: <laughs> it does not seem like i'm gonna win this argument so No, nope. i'm just gonna, I'm just gonna <laughs> give it to you i'm just gonna <laughs> give it to you all right it's a five <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That was good.
0: Patrick Wilson, you better in The Conjuring.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn.